Good evening, everyone. This is the Josh and Joe podcast. Coming to you perched high above the Thirsty Owl, which is just closing down for the night. Yes, busy night down there. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice day. It was a nice day. We've had great weather. Thank no God. rain for many a moon. We had almost two weeks straight of rain, and then now we've just gone about two weeks where we haven't had any. And it was really fun tonight. I was hand-watering the grass yeah. before you came over, and we did a Seco Says pod tonight with uh, Team Brailer. Total which was fun. R- super fun. I think they had fun, which was great. Yeah. Seco had a blast, and it was fun to see Jackson and Bill kind of chat and, and ask each other questions. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. I think they'll be happy to have that recorded in 15, 20, 30 years. They'll look back and think that's a pretty neat thing. I agree. I think that's a special, special gift to be able to give them. Yeah. I I think in 20 years, you're going to be like, I did a podcast with that idiot. (laughs) I think in 20 years, I'm going to make my grandchildren (laughs) listen to it and say, yep, I was kind of a decently cool girl. cool and hip. (laughs) You were hanging out at a bar? Yeah. Above a bar? Above a bar? Time of lo- love and life and communication. <laughs> My goodness. Right. Listen, um, this one is going to be a lighter one because I just fiddled all over. What's... A lighter one because we have had some fairly serious. Some hefty ones, some topics. heavy duty ones. Yeah. And one of our fairly um, loyal listeners, I would say she's been a loyal follower f- since the start, um, mm. actually sat down and talked to me about our latest podcast at a restaurant today because she had experienced something. Oh, um, was this the infidelity piece that we did? Is that right? Yes. Okay, very good. And she had some real questions and had some real um, thoughtful responses to what you had to say. Okay. And her bottom line was, I am starting to uh, think differently about what happened to me. Yeah. And she liked it. It was a very positive you know, influence. And a lot of these podcasts are really intertwined, you know, because you have... The infidelity one where we kind of try to see a different perspective on mm-hmm. it. So then you can almost reestablish the narrative that you have written in your head, in your heart, in your mind mm-hmm. about something that you thought was just brutal that happened to you or something that was brutal that you did. And then you can maybe yeah. forgive yourself or find a, a you know, um, find an easier path to self forgiveness yeah. and instead of. Just beating the tar out of yourself for years and years and years. I think yeah. we all struggle with that. And that's what I said to her. I said, wait till you listen to the one we just dropped today on forgiveness because it touches on what do you do next? Yeah. Which is why we did forgiveness. Yeah. Afterwards. So that one did hit today. Is that correct? It did. Just, just this morning. Nice. So um, so this one is a funny one. So just right to now, lighten things again, up. Not a video podcast. But right now, Joe's got these glasses on because she's reading some of her notes. And let me tell you something, folks. She's got the sexy librarian look <laughs> locked up. <laughs> I wow. wish. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. very snazzy. And the reason why I have these sexy librarian glasses mm. on is because um, you texted me from one of your hikes and one of the ideas that you came up with mm-hmm. or somebody may have suggested to you, but it was a good one where you said we should do a podcast and apologize for all the things we suck at. Yeah. Well, specifically you said what men suck at. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Women suck at things too. So we're going to do an apologies podcast. I love it. We apologize for our gender. Is that what we're doing? We are apologizing for our gender. And uh, I hope it creates um, conversation. Yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna do one. You want to start off? I'm gonna start an apology. Very good. And then you counter, and then I go back. We sure. go back and forth. I love it. So, again, from the female version, <laughs> heterosexual female mindset. Yeah. Do you think is it different? Do you feel like this one that absolutely the, to preface it? This I, is a straight cis female apology. Yes. Blanket apology. Correct. This should be interesting. See how much trouble we can get into with this podcast. I know it's gonna be bad. Okay. okay ready? Fire away. First one. I'm sorry for asking you if I look fat because it's just a setup. Now, is it when you say, does this make me look fat or just how does this look on me? All of the above. We, we rephrase it and rephrase it, but we're really asking the same I've question. I've never in real life again. been asked this what? question. I really haven't. Um, I have been asked, what do you, do you like the way this looks on me or do you like this color on me? 
I have been asked kind of first cousins of that, but no one has ever said, does this make me look big or heavy or, you know, fat, whatever. I've not, I've not heard that one, but I can imagine that there's a no right answer to that one. Because if you say, oh, no, it kind of implies that something else might, but not that. There is a right answer, in, oh. and it's always, no, you don't look fat. You always look Which great. is why it's a setup, which is why I'm apologizing for it. Oh. I'm admitting fault here, like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, fashion's a tough one. Colors are a tough one. Yeah. I don't want to go too far with this, but um, I feel like, you know, the cut of something or how you wear it. Remember the vagina coat? <laughs> no one was going to like that one. That was a tough, that was a tough look. I mean, if, you know, Heidi Klum wore that, that would still, still look, look like bad. shit. Yeah, it was not a, it was not a great, that must have been a two for one and you got one for a friend. I'm not sure what happened there, but you are very well dressed. Your, your fashion sense is very nice. You just had a bit of a Helen Keller fashion moment. <laughs> I did. Yeah, but it was funny. It made for really good fodder. I thought that was a really funny one. Okay, so your um, turn to apologize. Yeah, I, on behalf of um, men everywhere, I don't know that this is a uh, sexual orientation specific. I don't think that it is. Um, it'd be fun to ask some of our gay friends if, if in oh. their relationships everyone does this wrong and, or if it's just, you know, I apologize for when I get lost, not asking for directions and just trying to figure it out and just getting more lost. <laughs> or if you're at some place where you have tickets and you don't ask, you're like, oh, I'll figure this out or, um, you know, that sort of thing. I think we struggle with that. I don't probably struggle as, as much as most men do in this because I don't really care what I'm right or wrong. Right. I'm happy to be wrong and I like to make fun of myself for being wrong. But I think I there's... This has played a role in my life in earlier years, and I think most men for their entire lives. Okay. Would you agree with that? Is I, that something I you've experienced? I agree with that, but I have a follow-up question. Are Please. You, are you also apologizing for being grumpy when the female you're with or someone you're with tries to correct you? Because that's the natural follow-up. If she's right, I have no problem with okay. it. Okay. So but you're when you're just it. as lost as I am... I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't think. I think I just. Uh, just we'll just be it. lost together, and we'll figure this shit out. Just right? Okay. Yeah. I like so, that. That's a good follow-up. That was a good. Okay. Yeah. So my next apology is this. Mm. I'm trying to be serious because some of it's kind of funny. I'm sorry for looking completely different the morning after because I put war paint on my face the night before our date. Real war paint or just makeup? I, you know, we use we tend to overdo it mm. on a first date or second date. We talked about this yes. back in like photos on uh, profile photos for dating apps. Yeah. And if that was misleading, if that's any different than saying if it's a guy is like five seven, saying he's five ten. Right. Um, and I think they're probably pretty close. You know. Yes, absolutely. Um. I think it'd be the same as if a guy posted a photo from five years ago or eight years ago instead of somewhat current, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I've got to be honest, I don't think that, you mean the morning after, like one of the first times you ever hooked up? Yeah. I think if someone passes the affability test, they don't test, they don't pass the test by the skin of their teeth. I think it's, they measurably pass it. And if you don't have makeup or as you say war paint on the next day i don't think it goes down so many notches where like holy shit i can't believe i boned that person i've okay. never gone there i also don't know that i've really had a one-night stand how random is well, that it doesn't matter one night stand or other you've never mm. uh looked or looked i've never you've never turned your head mm. from a pillow and went who are holy you <laughs> i just made a double bogey <laughs> <laughs> again reference yeah we i always say you can make a bogey because you can make a birdie and, and get that shot right back, but you don't ever want to make a double bogey, mm. both in your dating um, career nor in your golf career. You want to stay away from the double bogeys. Okay. Um, yeah. Your turn. My turn. I And this is a good one. This mm. is a communication one. I apologize. I'm getting much better at this as I go because it's a, a conscious thought of mine now. Mm -hmm. Where if someone I'm seeing, or just a good friend of mine that's a female, mm -hmm. is talking to me about 
their bad day or a problem or conundrum they're in professionally, personally, family, Mm -hmm. and they voice that issue with somewhat, you know, strong detail or detail, depending on how you like to pronounce that word. And I jump right into what I think is a solution instead of just listening and saying, I to- I, this is the right way to answer that, is just say, I totally hear that. I have some experience with that. I can totally commiserate, leave it, and then wait to see if they want a response. Or I can't imagine how challenging that is. I've not experienced anything like that. But the, you've described it so well, I can totally see where that is very challenging. I, and wow, I, though I, I can't identify with your issue or item, right. I can certainly appreciate it. And I, I am commiserating with you right this very second. That and if someone wants advice, yeah. let them ask. What would you do in this situation, Josh? If you were me, what would you say? What would you do? Yeah. Would you act on Would you? And then... Then you can jump in. Not fix her. I'm not trying to fix anything. Just, you know, if someone wants my take, I'll give it. That's such a good one because it it's is a really, so I think true. it's a good one. But women do it too. But I think men do it, but it comes from a decent place. It comes from, we're meant to be fixers, but we're meant to be fixers like fixing the gutter, changing the <laughs> light bulb. Yeah. Emotionally, I would say for the most part, we're a little weaker, the weaker gender on that. Yeah. Not all the time. Not all the time. But I would say at least a slight majority of the time. So guess what? Unless it's a gutter or a light bulb or, you know, doing something around the house, no one's really asking for your opinion or your help unless they say it. Wait for that. Wait for it. That's a really, really good one. Be patient and shut the fuck up. And and the reason, I think, for women and other, I, I think it works both ways sometimes, um, is we just want to vent sometimes. We just want to let it, you know, what I call the release valve. Just just right. vent for a little bit. I don't love that, Listen. by the way. If that happens to be one of your apologies, I will accept that. What's Women that? are really, I really struggle with that. With what? The venting all the time. Well, I'm not. Seems to be a real part of the day. Well, venting once in a while, yes. Um, but... Venting all the time, that's just a whiner and uh, yeah, yeah. no sniveling. So, yeah. okay. I thought, I, thought I, I liked that one. I thought that was a good one. Very good one because I have had to tell people in my life, I, I don't need a legal framework. I yeah. just need you to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so take your time. With I like I'm going to get a little drink of water. Okay. Because we just did the Seco Sense pod and, and I feel like I am a thirsty human. So okay. go ahead and start. Sure. Um, I'm sorry... For being needy or overly needy, especially when I didn't recognize I was acting out of insecurity. And the reason why I think this is important is because the communication is lacking or self-reflection is lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one is, that one is defeatable. By just taking time and not being reactionary. Reactionary is tough. And it's hard to not be because our our reactions are just completely primal and emotion, emotive driven. And if we can take some time on it, especially with the tools that we've kind of gained in this podcast, you know, um, I think we'd all be so much better off. And being insecure is a basic human item that happens to all of us. And as we get older and try to get better at navigating life, I think um, having a measured response and taking some time to think about the events or the words that have transpired, it becomes easier to manage your, you know, kind of gut trigger instinct to feel insecure and then say things that are very um you know a lot of times you say things quick in the moment that you can't take back and um 
Yeah, I don't think, you know, I, I think I, that's a... Like, being needy is uh, just not a good thing. It's not a good look, but I don't think that's a very female thing. That's I think that's both, both right. sides, yeah. I, I don't know. That's women super tend to voice it out a little bit more is, is yeah. really what I'm getting at there. So but guys I, are insecure. They just do it in a different way. They emote with a lot of profanity, and it's and it's very aggressive. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, okay. And the so B word comes apology. out that like a lot of things happen. Um, the only person in my life I feel like that has ever gotten me to that point where things that I'm not proud of comes out would be Seiko's mom. I think that we've always been each other's button pusher with that. And I've been grumpy with other people that I've spent time with romantically, but I've never gotten to the spot where it's just like beep, beep. Like you get, yeah. it would just be you like, oh yeah. And there are people who mix that way. I, I've right. had those, yeah. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. But I really don't know that I've had a real knockdown, drag out, you know, reactionary, um, insecure um, exchange with really anyone else. So, but yeah, I don't think that's, I think insecurity in, in tough moments is a gender inclusive I agree. item. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your next apology? You know, I, I had a couple there and I was very happy with those. Um, do, do you have another one you can sneak at me and yes. I'll try to come up with another one? It looks yes, like you might have a page or okay, two. Okay, this is an interesting one. I'm sorry for cutting my hair shorter than you like without asking you first for your opinion. Wow. I or don't changing th- my look. I don't think an apology needs to be made for well, that. Well, sometimes, because, you know, there are men, again, this is all female perspective, there are men who like long hair and completely do not like short hair well they can go fuck themselves like, like a pixie cut if you want to change your haircut then change your haircut i think i'd be pretty upset if my partner came came in one day and had color purple hair you know there's some respect no no, no don't say. do that so let's say let's say you and i were dating and I had my hair this length. And then I always do that little faux hawk haircut from time to time. Mm-hmm. And if you had grown accustomed to liking this and then I went and did that one again, I don't require your permission. And if you liked this haircut better, I wouldn't expect you to be like, mm, I'm having a tough time getting aroused with your stupid short haircut. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to uh, maybe yeah. think about vetoing that one. Okay. Change your look. I you have, have the I right have to do men that. Who really cannot stand short hair? So if I went out, let me ask you this question. So hold on. So if I Go went ahead. out, and they, it's a known fact they like the long hair. That it's been told. You me, guys have this conversation. I like your. Me. I like your hair long. Don't yeah. cut it. Yeah. No. No. Don't. They didn't say don't cut it. Okay. But if I just one day went out and just cut it like a pixie haircut, that's a drastic, drastic change. Um, I probably would be doing it if I didn't speak to him about it. I'd probably be doing it as a passive aggressive mood. Whoa, like to piss him off? Yeah. I not you that I weirdo. have ever done that. But my point is this, if you have a real partner and you communicate quite well and you you have a flirtatious conversation back and forth, I would probably say Hey, honey, what do you think if I cut my hair a little shorter? And then you can, you know, it's an intimate moment. You can have a conversation about it. Well, no, I like you with longer hair, but if it bothers you, I don't know, am I dreaming here? So you've, yeah, I'm calling listener alert, listener alert. Do you think Josh is right or Joe is right? I don't think anyone has the right to say, hey, boy, I don't like you with short hair. That looks bad. Anyone that you did that with, so so you got your hair cut shorter and someone kind of voiced displeasure with that? I never did. I never did it. Oh. Yeah. Did you want to go shorter? Never. Well, that's part of the thing, too. I probably... I did want to go shorter, but not like pixie haircut. I'm talking like drastic changes. You're saying pixie haircut. I've not said it once. So right now, your hair is... Mid, mid, Mid-back mid length. Right. And do you think it'd be fun to just do like almost like chin length? Like do a th- bob? Do you think that would look good? Stop naming the style oh. and just say if you were chin to take... Length six inches off your hair right yeah. now is that would that be something you think would be cool to do at one point yes what does that mean at one point in your like, life I would never say no like i think i did that when i got pregnant just because i wanted to yeah when it says hair shorter yeah, it yeah. makes more sense that time. but you would if you really wanted to get your hair cut you would be concerned with what your partner thought about it at, 
You yeah. can say yes because clearly I that's the case, guess, or else you wouldn't yes, have this yes, weird apology. Yes, I would ask. This I one is a, this think, one's a bizarre one. Like, honey, Listeners, I'm gonna, I'm, listener I'm, I'm alert. I'm hearing my my haircut. What do you think? And Dave, I would have said, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. And then if you seem really said, yeah, interested in it, then say, oh, show me a, short, a photo right? of how you're going to do it. But yeah. I would never thumbs up or thumbs down it. I, I would never have any issue with that. Okay. And anyone that did is probably a dick. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have no problem. I'll double down on that. Okay. Oh, All right. How about your goodness. apology? Uh, again, this is this is from the male perspective, not just a Josh apology. So Yeah. That could have been an apology. Maybe. I've I don't think that I've really done this, but um guys in general, I would like to apologize for the Super weird thing when you go out to a restaurant and the guy orders for you. What is that? Mm. You're pretty traditional. You might think that that's cool or chivalrous. No, no, I'm I'm pretty good about knowing what I want to eat. Right or yeah. drink or drink. Right, I'm pretty specific. Yeah, so that was kind of a boring one, but I'm um. But it happens. There are a million things that guys do wrong, so I just don't. Uh, oh, I know I can apologize for what I, I've never done this. But I hear that it happens all the time. I'll apologize for men sending unsolicited dick pics. Good one. Yeah, but a lot of women do like them, but you should wait until they... Bullshit. No, 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 no. I When I was shaking my head, no, um, like them unsolicited. Correct. You know, I, I don't think anyone that. wants that. No. Right? Correct. So I'll put that out there. That's a good one. Yeah, I have literally never done that. So I, I am apologizing for other idiot men. I don't even know if it's a low IQ thing. I would like to say that it's just people that are too dumb to understand social cues. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of those things you got to wait to ask. From a guy who almost has never asked a woman out and just waits until he knows for <laughs> sure that they're interested before he says anything, clearly I would not have done that. That should be an apology. What's that? You should apologize for not being brave enough to ask a woman whether to, and, and risks ha, uh, being turned down. Mm, I don't want to apologize for that. I don't think I should. Because the girl may Any, have wanted no, you to. Anyone who wanted to hang out with me enough would have let me know. They would, they would have oh, passed along. I and I'm very good at recognizing the cues. thousand percent. You know what I can never do on a podcast? Apologize for not hitting on women. That comes across a little douchey. <laughs> So I will not do that. But not not hitting. I like my There philosophy. are women out there who I'm sure have looked at you from across the room but is too shy. Maybe. And they're just shy. And yeah. they could be hot as heck, but they could be shy. Well, they should have put the cue out there more. Oh, see, I think you um, should apologize for not. I'm, so, I'm sorry for the one person that's probably done that. <laughs> that's right. Supermodels ask oh. you out. So. Oh. Okay. I have a good one. I'm, and this actually doesn't really happen to me, at least not in my younger years. Okay. I'm sorry for the 12 times a year times three days when you become the victim of my PMS. Yeah. Speaking on the guy's behalf, I don't... So, so, I mean, this is clearly an obvious statement, but I'm saying this for the men out there. That it is not a blanket reaction to uh, PMS. Not every woman reacts the same way. Some people don't even get periods. Or they're on birth control. Or their bodies just work differently. They don't yeah. either get a period or their PMS situation isn't remotely as acute as some other, you know, women are. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, we've hung out a good bit. I don't, I don't know that I can ever tell when you're in that situation. So no. I don't feel like either you do a really good job of uh, writing that ship or just not, it doesn't seem to affect your mood. I've not noticed that. Yeah, I'm pretty good about it, actually. I think I've... your trying and emotional times are more tied to events that are happening in your life yeah. than they are towards your menstrual cycle. But there are people that I've been around, um, you know, since the dawn of time well since teenage years when <laughs> right. that starts to happen that are more challenging than others mm -hmm. during their you know that that uh time frame yeah and i don't know that an apology is super necessary 
Yeah, well, I've seen some people really uh, victimize people around them. Yeah. Uh, and it could be, a, you know, a friend, yeah. sister, child, etc. This is not just... Yeah, I think you partners. try to give a little rope as a man who doesn't yeah. experience and that. Yeah, sometimes the woman, the woman going through it sometimes actually don't know that that's what's going on. It, it's just like an onset. It just creeps up on you. And then Ooh, you go, well, wait a minute. Here's why a good am I one. so sensitive? Okay. So clearly I'm suggesting that certain people are far have a far more of a challenging time than others, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is okay for a guy to say when someone's maybe being slightly irrational or irreasonable, um, unreasonable, unreasonable, sorry. Um, do you think that it's okay for the guy to say, you know, I know we're having a bit of a struggle here right now. Do you think that maybe a portion of this might be due to a particular condition that you might be experiencing right now? That is a 50-50 chance of good thing versus bad thing to say. Yeah. Because if they are, if they are PMSing, you're going to be a victim of the PMS right in that moment. and They'll bite your head off. Or if they're not PMSing, then they'll just think it's funny and... Maybe it'll Ooh, break, I think it'll break the mood. I think I think it. I think it's the other way around. I think if they were in that in that situation, they'd be like, maybe or I am, but that's not why I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> You're right. It could and go I think way. if they're not, they'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm. You're I'm, being a jerk. I'm, I'm ovulating. <laughs> this is the best you're ever going to get me right now. <laughs> and then you're really in trouble, right? But I don't know. That's a that's an interesting one, and yeah. and um, I don't know what. Um, the best way to handle that one is, and I don't know that an apology is really necessary unless it does change your mood a little bit as a woman. No, not all everyone. Everyone handles not it everyone, way differently. Not and birth control makes it. it way different, right? Yeah. So, um, w- what I'm saying is, is you know, if there's just if it's just like a little more emotion or an ounce more argumentative or whatever the case is, yeah. we know to give a little rope for that. But what is the rope? 12% more slightly more annoying when things aren't going well <laughs> that would probably be my measure and if it's more than 12% then it'd be like you know right but you really struggle with this period uh, of time yeah. you know that's a, that's a risky one okay your um, turn I'm going back to um, a lot of driving stuff okay yeah. so the directions thing always driving when we go somewhere together Oh, is that about? I I like to drive, and I am a good driver. I don't get in accidents. I don't get tickets. I I, I think I'm a pretty good driver, so it doesn't bother me to drive. Mm-hmm. But most times, when a couple, or even if it's just friends, or yeah. going somewhere, it's just assumed that the guy drives. Mm-hmm. Is that a? Do you look at that as as kind of a chivalrous thing, or do you look at that as? Do you see that as kind of a? chauvinistic thing do you look at that as what well i'm traditional in that sense where i would like the guy to drive why 99.9 percent of it is i actually hate driving so yeah. i'd be more than you feel like you're not good at it it's just i get road rage and you? you know my leg has to reach the gas pedal oh, and yeah. extend it yeah, it's a four foot eleven and a half I, I thing. mean, as it is i drive a lot anyway so yeah. i i don't mind that one but you know that that is a good apology because sometimes uh there are times when i want to drive and well the, i was gonna go a couple places with that i was gonna go okay. with the road rage thing guys are usually more aggressive drivers mm-hmm. and if that upsets you or frustrates or makes you nervous or scared I'll apologize on behalf of the male humans everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that is a good. That is also a good apology. The guy's driving thing. I don't. Yeah, I think that might be one of those ones. It's not like when you go on a long trip, mm-hmm. and you're going with one other person or two other people. You're like, oh yay, it's my turn. You're like, oh shit, it's my leg to drive. So, I think irrefutably, most people, when given the choice, would rather not drive. So I think that's just one of those little niceties that women get as, as kind of a um, thing with being a vagina haver is that you guys <laughs> are more of the passenger. But I think it sets a weird note. Like I, that was this was a topic in women's studies classes. And why do you guys drive all the time? Are they inherently better drivers? And I think guys are better drivers. But I think it's because we have more practice. We drive all the time. 
True. I think it's a reps thing. Like we said, everything physically oriented usually is a reps thing, right? Um, but a lot of bad guy drivers as well, and they're usually it's because they're too aggressive. And I think a lot yeah. of the mistakes women make are because they're not aggressive enough. Yeah. Like they'll just sit there and wait and wait and wait for traffic instead of just yielding in. You know, I think that's kind of a, a thing too. Yeah. But um, yeah, the driving thing I thought would have come up from your direction me, tonight um, too. I'm pretty easy on that because I'm I happen to be a very good driver. I mm. think. So, okay. When you can reach the pedal. When I can reach the pedal. <laughs> sure. So my next apology is very, something we've talked about before. It's, I'm sorry for thinking that my love story should be exactly like the notebook. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need more information than that. And here's why. That is a problem. I yeah. think, and I think it's mostly just a love hasn't changed much um, to the common person, to the non-thinking person, to the non-thinker outside the box, to the non-Josh and Joe podcast listener, mm-hmm. to the non-Dr. Wednesday Martin, to the non, you know, to, to not doing the work and understanding love and understanding human behavior for the people that don't do the work. Right. All those people that are expecting this relationship thing to go down like they think it should, like a movie or a TV show or whatever the case may be, or how it's spun to you in Disney, for thinking that love and life should be, you know... Like the movie. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just go perfectly at every every turn. And I would take that apology... Because I think women are probably a little more guilty of this than than guys are, but there are guys that screw this up all the time as well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Stop thinking that it just needs to go one way and the way that you want it to go all the time. Not you, Joe. You plural. Yeah. Um. Life's a big, you know, challenging world and, out there, and it's going to take some twists and turns. And if you deem the person opposite you at the dinner table, in the bed, or wherever. And if you really deem them to be a super rad person, you, you're just gonna, you're gonna have to be patient, not reactionary, listen, stop fucking talking, just shut the fuck up once in a while and just listen, listen. Understand that it's about the greater good, it's about if you really have this great love story, if all of those speeches at your wedding, if they were legit and your undying love for each other and soulmates this and soulmates that, then try harder. You know, you know, if, if you think you've, if you're using I love you's and all that stuff, you know, listen, think, you know, watch how people behave. Understand how they behave. Stop being so shocked when things don't go well all the time. I, that's my big thing. It just we've done a lot of heavy ones in a row. Yeah. And they're all just snowballing for me in this podcast. Like mm. I'm crushing waters. This is I'm not it's not like I'm cocktailing and no, I'm getting to not this at point. All. I just you know, not you know, like you said, I apologize for thinking that this needs to go like the notebook. Well, yeah. I don't want it to go like the notebook. Those two yeah. didn't I don't I didn't love their relationship. Yeah. You know, it was very fiery and it was very, you know, like almost came to blows from time to time. Like it was a fiery relationship, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. it's supposed to be this storybook thing. Right. See, you were supposed to respond by saying, I'm sorry for not making it more like the notebook. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want any relationship I ever have to be like the notebook. I mean- I want it to suck sometimes and fight through it. I want it to be awesome a lot of the time and enjoy it and understanding when it's going great. Yeah, I'm teasing. You know what I mean? No, but what I'm saying I think has has value. I just, um, I I don't, you know, you might get that that acceptance of an apology from someone else, but I don't think you'd get it from me. I was teasing. Yeah, but no, I I totally hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, I apologize on behalf of men. Um, not myself because I don't want to be seeing someone who's really into this stuff for maybe not being wonderful at gift giving. 
around the birthday or holiday times. See how I made it non-Christian? Yeah. Um, Maybe celebrate Kwanzaa. Maybe it's Hanukkah. (laughs) Maybe it's whatever. Or Valentine's. Yeah. Um, Sorry for not maybe appreciating those gift-giving times. Um, Like perhaps maybe you'd want them observed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a big that one, one too because, you know, different women, different men, oh, we yeah. all have different expectations. Women are all over the place on that. Guys are pretty universally, yeah. ah, give me something functional in my life right. that I like to do. Right, right. And I'm in, like if you're dating a hunter or a fisherman, give me a gift card to Bass Pro Shops. You know, if you're a golfer, uh, you know, you know, don't, Jesus, don't get me a golf club because what if you get the wrong shaft, <laughs> you get the wrong lie, loft, you know, a yeah. gift card might be good for Van Patten or something, yeah, you know. It ain't going to be a lucky club. Yeah. You know? So, but the gift giving thing I think is a good one. It is because a lot, you know, a lot of people, yeah. not, not judging, like to feel like somebody goes above and beyond to think about what they want yeah. or what would fit. So and we've that's accomplished a good one. the fact that. My love language is not gifts. No, no. But you're pretty you're pretty thoughtful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I try to be yeah. a little bit. Okay. So the next one's a little heavy. Ooh, um, ton I'm, of bricks? Yeah, ton, ton of bricks. Okay. I'm sorry for blaming you for all the wrongs men in my past did to me. It's called baggage. You know? Well, we all have that. Right. In this podcast, we try to talk a lot about not having a narrative or a perspective from a former situation influence something down the road. Yes. So you, you are far more you know present and knowledgeable on this one than maybe you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Um, but yours goes even, yeah, like men earlier in life. I mean, your dad would be included in this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that you don't really need to apologize for that. I don't think that's one that... Well, the reason why I feel like I do is because you should think through things enough to be able to come to the conclusion that you should treat each person you meet as a separate person. Correct. And not accountable for other people's yeah. sins or wrongdoings. Yeah. I mean, you get through Georgetown Law School. You know that. Yeah. It's yeah. just that you be, got to be able to. Emotionally, that's You have a to have, harder. I mean, in sports, team sports or individual sports. If you're leading the U.S. Open or the PGA Championship, so he goes, you go on there tomorrow to watch that. Mm-hmm. And you're leading at Oak Hill by three shots going into the final round. Everyone thinks you have it in the bag, but if you don't think about golf, three shots is nothing. That can be done in two holes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have 16 left to play. So let's say you, you blow the lead and you lose and you finish tied for fourth, but you were leading going into the final round. You're expected in the press tent but they give you like a 20 minute cool down period. Oh, because if you okay. go in there right after you three putt the last hole to lose, you're going to be like fucking golf. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. You know, like, you're just going to be unreasonable. <laughs> I think it's a good 20 minutes. And the same thing goes with team sports, NBA championship or the world series. It's a cool down period. And I think that should be had in relationships too. If something's going a little bit amiss, a little sideways, if you will, yeah. you know, I think a lot of, Perspective can be gained by just taking a little time, mm, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, every, you know, every situation is different. Every guy is different. Every human is different. And you can't just assume like, oh, here we go again. This happened to me before. Uh, I can't, you know, this is history repeating and, um, you know, just you got to break it down. And we've tried to do a good job in this podcast yeah. of trying to understand why things happen, mm-hmm. having a measured response and, you know, looking at this big macro picture instead of handling a situation in a very micro manner, yeah. like just addressing this item that just happened. And I can't believe it happened. And You know, Look at the greater good of the entire relationship. You know, is this thing worth it? Is this something that's retrievable? Is this something that I can get back to good? You know, I just, yeah. I mean, we all have baggage, you know, and I hate, I hate all those songs that are, you know, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I'm bulletproof or Rihanna or whatever, you know, like all these songs. There's a million of them that they have almost the exact same lyric. And the truth is, 
None of us are bulletproof. We're all affected mm. by the events that happen to us. Yeah. It's just who can be reasonable and thoughtful and intentional in our response and be responsible with the story we spin to ourselves afterwards, that narrative, you know? Yeah. And if you can just say, I'm taking that experience as something that's completely different, completely unique, and I'm in this situation now, and, you know, your measured and timely response to a difficult time says a lot about you. And we'll probably ultimately dictate the success of a lot of your relationships, whether they be platonic, romantic, professional, whatever. Yeah. Fair? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What else? What else you got? I don't. I mean, there are a million things that guys. All right, as a man, I apologize for starting every war that's ever happened on the face of the earth. I mean, like, this can, you can go in a lot of different directions. For I it. like that one because yeah. you know that's also a real thing yeah. in history, but also that's sometimes one in your personal life as yeah. well, right? And yeah. You, well, I don't know. I don't think the guys start all fights in personal relationships. Well, I think. Um, Historically as well, up until very recently when I think women have just gotten a lot more aggressive in public. I think men probably were the majority of the bar brawls versus women. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, out, yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, I, th I would say it's 50-50 these days. And if it's women like, are fighting, it's usually over a guy. It is a jungle out there. Which news flash. No, I'm, I'm no more scared guys. of pissing off a girl than I am a guy. Yeah. No, honest, well, so. Yeah. I, no, I because we get women get vicious. Yeah, I'm sure they do. There's a lot of hair pulling. I, there's that. Oh, they're vicious. They don't like go, man. Yeah. You know, See, when that you should take be, a punch, you're, you're away. With that it. should be girl code, is that if even if you get into a brawl, you don't pull each other's hair. Because I think you guys really look at that as a big part of your appearance. I just think it's fascinating. So I'm, call, I'm calling out there for all of you women. If you really want to throw down with some other female, leave the hair out of it. <laughs> all right. Exactly. No nails. Na <laughs> just throw punches. Dude. If you're going to do it, let's do this. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, hair extensions you can replace. A black guy is very hard to cover up. So maybe that's <laughs> hair extension. That All right. Here's a good question. <laughs> yes. What percentage of women out there are wearing extensions? Oh, my God. It's got to be in the 70s now. What? And they're expensive. I've never had them because I'm Whoa. just too lazy for that stuff. Listener assistance. Listener is, is assistance. This like, is this that like seems like a high number. It sounds like 60% of men have no hair in their nether regions. It's completely <laughs> waxed or shaved. That's not true. Okay. Okay. Uh, walking percent? down the streets of Saratoga Springs during track season, I would venture to say a good 40% has some kind of hair extension. Wow. Whether it's a clip-on, which you can take off at night, or one that they're literally sticking in the hair, which is a nasty, terrible process from what I've seen on YouTube. I've never oh. had them. I'm too scared to lose my own hair. See, I think guys used to wear toupees a lot. <laughs> and I don't think that's really much of a they thing just anymore. Shave. I think they just shave. Yeah, they just go with that bald look and yeah. they think it makes them look tough. I'm like, no, it just makes it look like you have a really bad receding hairline. I, I think a lot of guys think they look like they're real tough guys when they shave their head. <laughs> Sometimes they don't have a choice, so it's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. you have a bad hair. I was blessed with a nice hairline. You but do. I think a lot of guys that do that really think that it makes them look tough. And I don't. <laughs> I just think it looks or like. Just, they're just sad because they can't, they don't have yeah. hair. Okay, so I have another one. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for wearing Spanx and lying about the real measurement of my hips. Wait, so those are the, like, tight form-fitting yeah to make that, you look slimmer i think it makes you look exactly like you have the hips that you have because it's skin tight oh no what am i missing uh lots of rolls and cellulite and uh levels oh. of skin oh it's it's well i have seen uh, women uh, naked listen, so. i've 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 been i've been <laughs> pregnant twice i've I I have worn these, you know, for many different reasons, and they really. Well, I think the majority huge, of the guys easily, that they can easily take three inches off of the circumference of your hips. Here's why I don't need an apology, <laughs> because of the women that I see with them on, I will have sexual relationships with less than one eighth of one percent of them, so I'm okay with it. I'm okay with. Not knowing what reality is and having it just look better. Right. You know, it's just false advertising. Yeah, I, I I've, I've been guilty of it times in my yeah. life. I, I have several pairs. I'll tell you what. What would you say in the last 10 or 12 years that has gone from zero to 60 when people wearing that? Yeah. 
they wear oh that's all they wear that's all you see in everywhere yeah yeah so you know just it's okay to have a little bit of help, a little bit of nip here. A little. You do know they make uh, Spanx for men now. I did, did not know that. <laughs> like a t-shirt. Yeah. I actually know someone who, who wears them. <laughs> for what, a t-shirt? It's like a Spanx t-shirt. Oh, yeah, just like a, like a, like a super tight, like an Under Armour super form-fitting shirt. Oh, it's more than under. You better armor. be super fit as a guy to wear that. And I've seen a lot of guys wear those that aren't super fit, and it looks bad. Yeah, it oh. does. It does. Say, I mean, same goes for women. Maybe yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. While okay. we're on the gym topic, I'm very sorry. I've literally never done this one time, but I know that guys do this. I'm sorry on behalf of guys at the gym that talk to a female about their technique or try to talk to them while they're working out, especially when you're wearing headphones. Headphones means don't talk to me. Mm. I'm getting after it. I don't have a lot of time. I don't want your commentary. I don't want your help on technique on squats. I don't want it. I'm sorry for the idiot guys Mm. that still chat you up in the gym when you have given no indication that you'd like to talk to them. That's a big one. That's a big one. I, I, I have female friends who absolutely can't stand that. So on the lighter side of things, I'm sorry for dumping you because of your size. Oh. <laughs> wow. I mean, so so being a straight guy, I'm always a quote-unquote top, so I don't know how important size is, but I've, I've not noticed a woman who has... A size queen may, might be strong, but someone who's so happy to openly talk about having that be a dismissible offense, <laughs> which is probably me. genetic. I don't, I don't, nothing's do, no one's doing anything wrong. They're not like cheating on their taxes, so their dick is small. I mean, like, they just have bad genetics, right? I, mean, I would I imagine. Meant, I meant down there and like height. Oh, I've done I thought you just meant, here both. I am thinking I, about that. It's both. It's both. I yeah. both. Yeah, I had uh, we had Saratoga Pride in here, and um, last night they had a really fun little happy hour, oh, th- and um, oh, okay. so, and then they got these this really cool rainbow cake, and I ate a slice of that. <laughs> and the f- first thing you talk about size, I'm thinking about dick size. So all of a sudden, because I had one rainbow cake, I'm thinking about guys' dicks. I got to know what happened there. That was great. <laughs> So you mean height as well? As well. Maybe you I, meant I've, that even more. But I've done I, both. I jumped to conclusions there. No, you concluded correctly. One slice of rainbow cake and yeah, I can't stop thinking about dongs. I don't know what happened there. I mean, uh, I have a lot more apologies, but you know, it's um, I, this is a good one for something to think about. I'm sorry for ta- failing to recognize that you're only human and can't deliver everything I demand of you. Yeah. I think that has a multi-layer type of situation. We really talked about how you can't wait for your partner, um, especially if you're in a monogamous relationship, you can't wait for them to be everything that you need mm-hmm. all the time. That's too tall a task. Yeah. yeah. And that's alliteration for Seiko's um, uh, ELA uh, teacher because they're doing um, literary devices now at school but um, mm-hmm. that is too tall a task for anyone anyone regardless Any, of relationship style and yeah. yeah you can't you know I can't I can't do much right I mean you've hung out with me long enough to know that I can't so to expect me to get it all right is yeah. it's a fool's errand it's you, you get no shot at that you know yeah. and we need you know it takes it takes an army to, um, not just, to, I mean, when they talk about it, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, it takes a village to, you know, you need support, you need resources, you need, you know, we talked about this, you know, like family versus chosen family. Surround yourself with good people. It doesn't need to be all in a romantic setting and just be around good people and know that if you're having a tough go, you can ask for help or you can have someone listen and maybe not offer, offer advice as we <laughs> talked about earlier. But, you know... Just slow it down. When yeah. things aren't going well, slow it down. Calm down. You're going to come out of it. Life's going to go in the right direction. You know, you don't need a quick fix. You don't need, just sit in it for a hot minute. 
what's going wrong? Is it the relation? Is it a relationship? Is it work? Is it family? Is it finances? Just calm down. You know, if you're a good person, you probably have a nice network of friends. Someone can help you. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah, and I think um, what you are saying, and what I've also learned from you, uh, and we can wrap up, is that there's tomorrow. I mean, you got to look at tomorrow. You got to look at the next day. You got to look at the next week when you're in a relationship with someone blowing it up and being angry and having to apologize for something you did. It's not worth it. Mm. It's not worth it. If, if I'm apologizing for something, that means I've done something wrong. Right. right? And I didn't take the time before the act yeah. to think through what the consequences were. And I'm, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm a little, every day a little more like you. Like, let's look at the big picture here. Yeah. It's not an emotional. It's a macro thing. I love micro versus yeah. macro. Yeah. You know, and problems usually are kind of the micro. It's something that's one event or one situation or a series of bad, you know, communications or something like that. And it's so able to be turned around into the right direction and if you end up having every micro thing feeling like it's a macro thing like it's going to blow up your relationship or it's going to blow up your life or you know you have a bad day at work and you just feel like oh i'm going to get fired or i'm going to this is a real step back for my career well fuck it get a new career like it's just so yeah. there's so <laughs> or just be happy in your current one you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's a big wide world out there I agree. And if you got good peeps, you have good resources, you got you got a Seiko, you got a Joe in your life, like, uh, come on, man. Yeah. We're, we've done, we're How bad can good, it be? Right? How bad can it be? <laughs> I agree. When you have a day where you have a slow lunch at the owl, who gives a shit? You'll have a good dinner. Yeah. You know, if you have a bad week, you have a great week next week. You know, Joe, if, you have, if you're, you know, lobbying for this group and... You know, you're like, well, it's really hard to lobby for them because I don't really like what they do. You know, someone else would come along and be like, Joe, we need some help with this. And it's like some cause that you can't get enough of. Yeah. Habitat for Humanity needs some help. And you're like, great, because I was just backing X and I didn't really care for that cause. But Habitat for the Humanity, sign me up. Right. Let's go time. win this golf tournament and raise some bucks. Let's go. That's you know, you're always a sunrise away, man. Good stuff. I mm -hmm. like that. Well, this is, uh, we're going to end this apology tour on that note. Yeah. It's a very positive note. I like that. It's fun. There yeah. were some big ticket items or some funny ones. <laughs> some heavy We'd like ones. to hear from others what they would be sorry for. Yeah. yeah it's a good self-reflection there. Yeah. yeah. Well, signing off for the for now. And uh, I, I next time it'll be a podcast, I hope. Oh, yeah. So we're getting into the music stuff or Yeah, or I listened to the two culture. songs that we are going to talk about at least 40 times each today because oh. I was working outside and I just had my headphones on and I had it on. I've been doing a lot of outside stuff. It's been so dry. I've been hand-watering a lot and that's been fun. Yeah, me too. Today yeah. I was moving around the sprinkler system just to, you know, get a Hit all the water. spots you need to hit. Because yeah, if I don't do it now, that grass is going to be nasty all summer. And get I'm some rain Saturday, it. it looks like. So that will so. be nice. I hope so. All yeah, right. Sounds good. Well, everybody have a good weekend if we don't reach you before then. Yeah. <laughs> good night.